What's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 50 of Craft Heads Podcast. My buddy, Jake Kurtz, with whom most listeners are probably familiar with at this point, he's joining me for an extra little bonus episode because Tommy's at a wedding in Houston, and in the coming weeks, I'm actually going to be traveling for a decent period of time. So I want to make sure we get as much content out there as quickly as we can. So welcome, Jake, again to the Craft Heads podcast. Thank you very much, man. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me on your on your Lent episode. Absolutely. So we're gonna we're just gonna talk about the Lenten season because it, it's some I don't know, it's something that Jake and I have often gone back and forth on, you know, sharing ideas and different things that we do at this time of year. And we thought it would be an interesting topic to talk about things that we have done, things that have worked, things that haven't worked. Uh, you know, and it, it goes for anybody, really. I, I think Lent is a good time of the year. It's like a less annoying version of New Year's resolutions. You know, if, if there's something Agreed. that you want to pick up or cut out. So we have no real plans for this or agenda. But that's we're just talking about Lent and the spirit of the season and getting started. Well, obviously, we can't toast together and have a drink together, but we are still doing it over the airwaves. We both have a bourbon. Jake, what do you have? I got some Angel's Envy. The same stuff that we had at the uh, the Tampa CHP Symposium. Yep, just some over ice, and that's just straight up how it is right now. Yep, so. and, and I did I did the same thing. I, I poured myself uh, an 8-buck, which is a 90-proof Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey that I got, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago just on a whim because it was rated really well, and it was priced attractively, like maybe mid-20s, and it's oh, wow. excellent. And I also poured it over one of my large spherical ice cubes so cheers dude thanks for joining again cheers 90 proof huh yeah this is you know the there's not necessarily a direct correlation especially if it's just a high proof like shit bourbon but typically real as stuff increases in quality with bourbon the, the proof is a little bit higher so it's go. uh it's excellent though that i really enjoy this stuff especially for the price i remember having 151 rum at Penn State, like the first time I ever came up to see you. And you puked on my Penn State blanket. I did. And I'm <laughs> still times. using it to this day. Yeah, dude. Oh, perfect. I, dude, I can't remember. I think somebody helped me with it, but it was one of those moments where it was like, you know what? It happened, and I can either like be annoying and freak out, or I can just go clean this immediately. And I chose yeah. the latter, and the blanket is still in one piece to this day. So I think I made the right decision. That's great. Yeah, that that night was <laughs> uh, a complete mess. I think that was I think that was like early on in my my life of drinking. So totally, me, me going straight me going straight into one fifty one was just an awful idea. Even to this day, <laughs> actually, neighbor John and I have been drinking one fifty one. We drank it like three times over the past week. I don't know what's wrong with us, but it's oh, the my. the Crucian version, not Bacardi, because they don't oh, make Bacardi one fifty one anymore. Really? So. So I guess this was actually the 151 cast, not about Lent. <laughs> there you go. All right, dude, this was your idea. Take the reins. Go for it. So I guess I want to start off with a question. Yes. Um, and you're probably going to kill me because obviously I grew up Catholic. Um, I still go to church to this day, but not in a Catholic setting. Not going to kill so you. you. Might you might kill me for this question, but how biblically based is Lent? Uh, 100%. In so, what way? So Lent is, and and we'll we'll talk about maybe different components that you're maybe referring to, but the idea of Lent 
is from uh, the, the parts of the gospel in Matthew, Mark, and Luke, where Jesus spent 40 days, 40 days and 40 nights fasting in the desert, and the whole time he was enduring uh, temptations from Satan. So it's basically, it's that, that part of the scripture, what we do in the, in the modern era to reflect upon it, it's basically a spirit of repentance and fasting and abstinence from certain things. So the, the idea of Lent is 100% based in scripture. And also I, as another disclaimer, I'm not an expert on any of this. Really what I should have done is I read up on it and everything, you know, before the podcast, but I admit I was, I was too lazy today. It's, it's late on a Sunday night. So I didn't do that, but if if our listeners are ever interested in us really taking a deep dive on a topic, please tell us about it because we would love to do that. But answering your question, Lent is it's not the idea of Lent is not just a made up thing from you know the Catholic Catholicism as an institution. I should say. Got it. Yeah, I didn't prepare for anything either. That's why I figured uh, we could just wing it and talk about everything we do know about it and. Uh things that we've kind of done in the past and how we look at Lent. But yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, But I personally, um, I knew about the whole 40 days in the desert and being tempted by Satan and all that stuff, but I didn't know if there was anybody else in the Bible other than Jesus that kind of did something like Lent-like. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm pretty sure this was 100% based on uh, Jesus Christ and I, as a Christian, I think that's a good thing because there are a lot of things that we, we do that are, you know, just really traditions of man and not so much something that is, you know, that, that, it, that, that has a, uh, a scriptural basis. So I guess the segue, a good one for that is something that I, I do observe, even though there, it's not like you're going to be punished if you don't do this, are, of course, fasting and abstinence during the Lent season. So, you know, Fish Fridays. Is, is the thing that everybody knows, whether you're a Christian or not, whether you observe it or not, Fish Fridays. Yeah. And somebody call me out, let me know if I'm wrong. Zero scriptural basis for the no meat part. I'm pretty sure I have heard that it had something to do with, you know, the the fish market struggling in the, in somewhere in one of the popes in the Middle Ages or something. And they're like, oh, well, let's just say you have to eat fish on Fridays and that'll fix everything. Uh, and, and even if that's not the case, because it's not scripturally based, it's as good as any explanation. So I guess a better way to phrase my question, my original question is, did people in the Bible do Lent other than Jesus? Uh, okay. So I don't know where that cutoff is, you know, cause obviously there's, there's lots of different questions that could stem from that very same idea. You know, when, when exactly, after all of the apostles died or something like that, when did people start yeah. doing different things? And I am not a theologian or a theologist. Yeah. I'm going to go with theologian. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that one sounds better. If, if you ask me a lot of specific questions like that, I'll tell you right now, I won't have the answers to them, but yeah, I, I thought this one and, and we can look them up, but this can be more of a thing about personal experiences with Lent and what it means to you and what you've done and plan to do. So let me ask you a question now. Yep. A lot of people focus on giving something up. Mm-hmm. Now, that's fine. I, I, I would also recommend to people, though, if you do plan on giving something up, don't give something up because 
just for the sake of doing it or just because it's like a a really lame cliche thing to give up you know like chocolate everybody thinks of chocolate give up chocolate i can give up chocolate no problem (laughs) you know what i mean it's it doesn't matter it and it should also i understand that self-denial is part of the whole process but i think it's better to give up something that's objectively bad as opposed to giving up something that is good you know like that makes sense i don't know there's you know let's for some people there might be a stigma with with something like sex and it's like why would you give up sex for 40 days if you yeah. do it in a good way? Does that make sense? <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think another thing, I ahead. think another thing that I think of is, um, I mean, I'm personally one of those people that sometimes instead of giving something up, I add something good in. Yes, exactly. I guess I'm, I don't know if that's what you were getting at eventually, but that's kind of what I've done for a long time is if I can't think of anything that makes sense for me to just give up and, um, go that route i'll just add something really good in yeah take something on that's exactly right um i can tell you about an example i think i think last year i can't remember and i didn't make it uh i didn't even make it like two weeks in was i told myself i was going to read scripture every day and Mm -hmm. it's really hard because i have a discipline problem and it's part of the reason i am a catholic is because it helps me with discipline and, and regimen and structure but that's a really good example, I think, of something where I could say, yeah, you know, if you want to, if you're, you are a spiritual person, that's a great thing to take on and just set aside, you know, 10, 15 minutes a day, even if it's really small. It's yeah, just that's a small hard to commitment. do. What are some things that you've taken on uh, in the past or that you're doing right now? So this year, actually, I'm working out every single day for Lent. I love it. How are you so doing I, so I decide... far? It's March 10th. Uh, what day was, so five days in? uh what whatever wednesday thursday friday saturday it started on wednesday yeah so so i'm five for five right now i've worked out all days in a row that's fantastic dude i love it that's so good yeah that's a great thing to pick up um yeah i've had such an issue for some reason with like starting the business and uh obviously just my schedule is hectic and trying to balance like friendships and relationship and just got a dog and obviously trying to get new clients, make my existing clients happy. It's just like working out and uh, everything related to it just kind of slips sometimes. And when I say everything related to it, I mean my diet, like everything tied to my health. It's a ripple effect. So I was just like, you know what? I'm going to add that in. I'm going to do it every single day. And then hopefully after Lent, it'll just be a habit at that point. So I'll just be continuing to do it. I just remember back in – I don't know if it was college or there was like some point in my past where working out was literally just like a routine for me. It was like brushing my teeth. It was like getting dressed. It was just same. I worked out every day and that's just how it was. Yep. So just as we get older and as we add in responsibilities, that just goes away. So I wanted to make sure to correct that with um, at least starting with Lent. So yeah. Well, as somebody who's self-employed, obviously that alone with all other things being equal makes you av- busier than the average person. So that's, that is extremely difficult. And, and I, I can relate. It used to be a habit for me as well. Do you, you probably remember the best uh, regimen I was ever in in my life was whenever I was, coincidentally, from the other podcast, whenever I was working at CVS. Because yeah. remember, we went to that gym like right in that same parking lot all the time. So yeah, That's right, yeah. Yeah, and, and that, I also, mentally, I was in a very good place at that time. So I, I love that you're prioritizing something that's important to you and something that you know is lacking. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I think even when you're, adding something in, you're still giving up something because it's like 
it's almost like you're giving up the things that you would have been doing in place of working out, if that makes sense. That's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, because you're, you're not creating time. You only have a finite amount of time, so you are choosing to make time for that, and it has to supplant something else for you to be working exactly. out every day. No, I like that. Yep. I like that's a good uh, a good perspective on the matter. So that's kind of the way I've always looked at Lent. So, um, so yeah, that's that's this year. And in the past, I feel like usually I I think up until this year I've pretty much given something up. Um, but it just like came over me, and I was just like, you know what? If I'm adding something in, then that's kind of also giving something up at the same time. So right, um, that's how I arrived at this year's. But yeah, other than that, it's always just been giving up something. Sometimes I take it way too extreme and uh, end up failing. So that's an, you gave me a really good segue because I know that about myself in general. And sometimes I aim low deliberately because of that. And <laughs> and I'll I'll tell you what I'm doing this year. Or I, actually, it's something that Tara and I are both doing. Uh, I wish I could come up with some better examples because I I know I've had some really successful Lenten seasons before. Successful, you know. Uh, in terms of something that I stuck with or gave up or whatever. Uh, I, I can't remember. I think this one in particular that I'm thinking of, I think started with a New Year's resolution, not necessarily Lent. I remember one year I gave up saying fuck, which, by the way, is stupid. I remember that. Because fuck is arbitrary and literally means nothing. Now, as a spiritual person, if you said I'm going to swear off blasphemy, it doesn't matter what language you you, you blaspheme in. It represents something. Fuck is yep. utterly arbitrary and meaningless. So never again. But uh, I, yep. rem- I remember whenever, whether it was Lent or a New Year's resolution, I remember whenever it was over, I thought, why start back up again? And I legitimately, I went three or four years without saying fuck. And I remember. Do you remember how I broke it? This is just a funny tangent. Ah, oh, man. I, I know it was like something big. I can't remember what it was, though. I was playing Scrabble with an X of mine and it was a shitty board and I was irritated because I you know I couldn't make any good progress and I remember just gesturing at the board and I was like this is just a clusterfuck and I I remember she looked at me just like with these you know gawky eyes (laughs) and she's like what are you doing and I was like I don't know and then the floodgates open and fuck 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 so anyways yeah. For some reason, I thought it was like tied to some big event or something. No, like, I thought it was like New Year's Eve, and you were like, "I'm gonna say fuck." No, nope. like I don't it, know. It was literally something that stupid, and wow, that and, sucks. And it also reminded me of how much it it doesn't matter, anyways. But uh, back to the the current uh, Lent thing that I'm doing this year, we're just going to on a weekly, not a daily basis, because that's a good way to fail, especially with me. Yep. Make sure that we sit down and pray one rosary together on a weekly basis and also have a day of fasting. So oh, cool. it's that simple. And and, and I'm not conflating um, fasting with abstinence, of course. So just for anybody who's not familiar, for Catholics, uh, during the Lent season uh, on, on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday, you, you observe fasting and abstinence. Abstinence being from meat. And fasting being two small meals and one large meal, which to some people, that's not fasting at all. I, I totally acknowledge that. But, you know, for the average person, you have to make a conscientious effort, effort about that. We w- But we might even just do like one meal and, you know, water or something like that. But the point is, we're, it doesn't have to be on the same day. We're just going to make sure that we do those two things at least one time per week until it's over. So basically a handful of times. But 
you know, it's, it's, it's a good thing for me to be able to conscientiously make those decisions and do something because it's a little bit of self-denial, you know, depriving yourself of something. It's a reminder to, to, to stay disciplined. And, you know, if it, it's like any other goal, you, you, you set it and you just stick to it and do it. So yeah. that's why I, I like Lent. It's, it's more, it's much more meaningful to me than a calendar flip. And plus, like I said, it's just so cliche, you know, new year's resolutions, yeah. things like that. One thing that I have always thought would be incredible to do. I mean, a true challenge that would be difficult for me to overcome is giving up alcohol for Lent. For 40 days? Not even a, you know, not even a sip. And I tried it actually. Yeah. The the biggest problem with it is uh, it has nothing to do with, oh my God, I need alcohol or even so much that I want alcohol. It's, it's the social aspect. Yeah. For 40 days, not a sip. And that would be exceptionally difficult. And I, I mean, this year in particular would be impossible. Like I said, I'll be traveling in a couple of weeks here, but it's just, uh, yeah. But I think that would be an amazing thing to do. Not only for the sake of, of sacrificing something that is so ingrained in our society and our culture and something that, you know, you truly do enjoy. I, I know I sure as hell do, but yep. I mentioned a ripple effect earlier. There's there's the negative ripple effect, you know, whenever you're too busy and di- and different things suffer and you don't work out and then something suffers because of that, like your health and your diet, etc. But there's also the positive ripple effect. And if you don't drink for 40 days, yep. y- you you feel better, you are doing better for your body uh, diet-wise, you're not throwing away calories, you can spend you can either pocket those calories and lose some weight or you can put them into something else like food uh you you save a ton of money i mean drinking is expensive tara and i went to to tower which is a huge distributor here i don't know maybe three weeks ago and did like a run you know to get all of our liquor and beer and everything we literally spent almost two hundred dollars oh my god now don't get me wrong that will last i mean we still have over half that stuff left but it's it's expensive and yeah that should that should last you a bit hopefully yeah i mean a a couple months or whatever you know it depends on what you're doing and who you're hanging out with but it's just funny because if when you look at that if you gave that up for 40 days not only did you save that money during that time but it's a good it's a good way to establish new habits and sort of wean yourself and you don't have to quit for good but you know let's face it if i didn't drink for 40 days and then all of a sudden, I had a couple beers or a couple shots. I'd be feeling it a lot more than I would have forty days ago. So oh, yeah. that has a, another positive effect where you're sort of taking that down a notch. That's true. What are some other ideas that you've had, or maybe experiences that you've had with Lent? Well, going along with what you said, um, I kind of struggle sometimes when people are saying that they're giving up things for Lent that might sound like they're things that they should give up for Lent, but it's like, are those things really actually bad for your life? Yeah. Like that's sort of like, like you, like you don't, you don't abuse alcohol and like, you just kind of use it for a social fun sort of thing. Like, like many people do. Yes. And it's like, is it really that bad of a thing in your life that you feel the need to cut it out for 40 days? Or is it just the sacrifice aspect of it? it it's it's the self-denial and, and the sacrifice aspect. It's, yeah, if, if it were a problem, dude, it wouldn't take me Lent to get rid of it. You know that's what I mean? True. Yeah, giving up something that you really love and will miss 
yeah. I think is the idea of it. You know, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that is just horrible for you or whatever. I mean, but that's fine too. That's an opportunity for somebody who maybe needs that that impetus or that kick in the butt to make you do that. So that's good too. Yep. And I think for me with the working out aspect of things, it's more of just I know that I need to and I know that if I'm not prioritizing working out, I'm just going to be prioritizing like, you know, in my downtime when I'm not doing business related things or seeing friends or hanging out with Kelly, it's like, I'm just going to be sitting around on my phone or like on social media or just doing something else. That's kind of worthless. Yep. So replacing that with working out just makes sense to me. Yeah. So I, I agree. And I can totally relate because I mean, today's a great example. We, Tara and I, we got up, we went to mass and got some lattes afterward, went shopping for some new shoes. We both want to get a new pair of shoes. And uh, then we came home and played video games for like seven hours. And, yeah. and I loved it. It was amazing. I love Sundays like that. But, you know, if, if I maybe that's something for me to do next year. I mean, now for yeah. that now that being said, I'm very come and go with video games. Like I might not play anything for weeks and then I might do one game that I'm in love with, for example, Resident Evil 2, and just go crazy with it. So maybe yeah. that would have been a good thing to consider. But yeah, it's you you choosing to to take on, that's like a double whammy. You're taking on something extremely positive and that's going to get rid of a lot of other things in the meantime that are either neutral or possibly even negative. Yeah, for which sure. Which is awesome. And speaking of lattes this morning, the reason I brought that up specifically is because I have an interesting episode image I want to post for this week's episode because we found a place called, here in Peachtree Corners, called the Federal Craft Coffee House. And I want to give that, the owners some love because I discovered it like a week and a half ago and, and I took Tara and we were floored by how good this place, like, you know me, I'm coffee yeah. crazy, man. And this place is my favorite place coffee shop bar none and just wanted to give shout out to Sophia the owner and, and anybody else who's a part of that establishment because it is amazing so federal craft coffee house in Peachtree Corners for any Atlanta listeners go check it out but I have pictures of, of the lattes for uh for the nice. episode image yeah next time I'm up there you gotta take me there because you know I'm a coffee freak too so all all visitors to Atlanta to come see us henceforth are going to be taken there trust me so nice don't Love worry it. yeah that'll be a thing so what else um i have a funny one that it's funny because of the when you when you think back on these years it's just it's gonna make you nostalgic and laugh definitely so it was like probably 2000 it had to be when i was in college so probably 2011 or so mm -hmm. and this was as dumb as it sounds, this was probably my most difficult Lent other than when I tried to give up alcohol and lasted about a week. Yeah, right. Um, I actually did survive this Lent, but it was one of the toughest Lents. I gave up Twitter. Yeah, that's... For 40 days. And think about 2011. That's yeah, hard. To totally. Do. Twitter was life back then. That is... I mean, for some people, unfortunately, it still is. Um, but but especially for, for you, you know, yeah. Jake... God, I, I can never do this. I'm going to call you Kurtz, all right? I call you Kurtz in real life. I'm going to call you Kurtz on here. So 
social media is and always has, and it has turned out to be part of your livelihood, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. But that's always been a big thing for you. Whereas if, you know, I, I practically, I would like delete stuff on a whim or on a dare, you know? So, uh, it, it, it lent should be something that reflects your, your own personal situation. I could say, Oh, I give up Twitter. And it's like, it doesn't matter. Well, I mean, I don't even have it anymore, but exactly. That's like me. That's like me giving up, like green beans or something like that. Exactly. So, dude, <laughs> like, you're going to love this. I'm glad that you mentioned uh, another successful one because you must have... I'm going to make a sick pun here in a second. You must have stim- <laughs> stimulated something for me because I remember a successful one. This was years and years ago. Okay. I remember I gave up masturbating. Wow. Yes, just for fun. There's nothing bad about it. It was a self-discipline thing. Uh-huh. And... Actually, that's not something I, I really do any anymore for various reasons. But regardless, <laughs> I remember I was like, I'm going to do this. And then it was funny because this was before I ever saw the episode of Seinfeld. So this was my own idea. And I was like, oh, I'm going to okay. be master of my domain for 40 days. And I did succeed <laughs> with that. So nice. that one, I'm 100. And it's hilarious because like Lent, what a thing to give up. But yeah, it's. Did you did you jerk off on Easter? I probably did. I, yeah, probably. I, knowing myself, because this was <laughs> years and years ago, I would guess almost certainly. You know, just yeah. big Easter celebration, man. Makes <laughs> sense. Yeah. But yeah, Love so it. It, it's just cool to set out on those those challenges for yourself. It doesn't matter why you're doing it or really, you know, what your end game is. It's good to do stuff like that. And sort of coming full circle on the whole thing. That's that's why New Year's resolutions bug me. It's like, why why did it take a calendar flip for you to do something or stop doing something that you know you needed to do anyways? Just just do it today. I mean, yeah. For listeners right now, if there's something that you've been on the fence about, or if you like, if you didn't take time to think of something for Lent, which is I always do that. I'm like, oh my god, today's Ash Wednesday, and I I hadn't given any thought to it. If you think of something right now as you're listening to me talk that you should take on or get rid of start tonight or start tomorrow or better yet take some time to really think about it and start you know set the bar low and start it next week you know but just don't don't completely forget about it you know just keep it at the top of your mind and remember you don't need some sort of of a societal construct or a calendar flip or a religious motivation to do anything just just jump on it go for it yeah it's not about the 40 day structure of it it's about the intention of your heart whenever you start doing it. Yeah. Or do it. Yeah. Or just do it for a month, do it for a week, depending on what it is you're taking on or getting rid of. Cause that also could affect what you're doing. You know, the, the, the longevity of whatever challenge you're taking. So yeah, I, exactly. I, overall, I think it's a very good thing and people who make fun of it, I, I, I see no reason to make fun of it because even the, the meat thing. Yeah. Again, that is, yeah. that is objectively, that's a tradition of man, whatever. Try it yourself. It's harder than yep. it sounds. If for no other reason than, I mean, it's, you know, obviously if you're a meat eater, but it's easy to make mistakes and have yep. pepperoni pizza. You don't think of that as meat, but you're not supposed to eat that or or whatever. For whatever reason, eggs don't count, so you can still eat eggs. But, you know, there's little things that you don't realize, oh, that's meat. Or, there, yep. you know, maybe bacon bits crumpled up in something. And it's it's just good to to be able to be cognizant of something like that on a daily basis. So try. Did it. you know? Did you know I actually stopped doing the meat thing, or I stopped uh, I stopped making that a part of my Lent. 
well, you're not really a practicing Catholic. Why would you? That would be I mean, silly. Yeah. I just yeah. feel like a lot of people, even if they're not practicing Catholics, like they'll still, you know, that's just such a part of Lent nowadays. The way, it's, it, it, yeah. the way society it, again, looks at it. Yeah, I enc- I encourage it because it, I I think it's a it's a good challenge for for people individually. But yeah, God does not expect you to do that. That is, yeah. <laughs> I don't claim to have all the answers about spirituality and certainly not religion, but I can promise you that you are not going to hell if you eat meat on Fridays during Lent, and yeah. if you do then we're all going to hell. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my my uh, my sign-off. 100%. Well, Kurtz, yep. thank you for, for joining me again for this episode. We, we, we may call on you from time to time uh, to, to fill in. And I know Tommy's going to probably try and, you know, pick up some other interviews with other people to get them to be part of the Craft Heads podcast. But uh, again, coming in the... In the, over the next couple of weeks, uh, I'll be out for a while, so he can hold the fort for me. Uh, Tommy, I hope you didn't you don't mind. I did a, a technically the the fiftieth anniversary episode, but fifties like it's cool. But we've been doing this for over a year now, anyways. I a hundred's gonna be big. We got to do something big for a hundred. That would be great. Yeah, maybe maybe get like a huge. bunch of people together in person. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah, Craft. have like a big round table, like eight people or something. Yes, a round ta- CHP round table. Ooh, I like For that 100? idea. Yeah. I, li- I like that idea. I like that idea. You get 100 people, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That that wouldn't be difficult to moderate at all. <laughs> Just 100 so. people. And, hey, and, and I'm glad that you, you were the one who made the last-minute suggestion to get a drink because I think we've had a drink on every episode except, ironically, I don't think we drank on the first episode. Really? I don't think so. It was the Gasparilla episode, and Tommy made dinner for the two of us. But I don't remember drinking. I have to check after this. And if I did after this, I'm going to feel really stupid. But Oh, man. Yeah. I encourage new listeners to go back and start from the beginning. We've been on quite a journey. <laughs> oh, it's been great. I've been listening since day one. Yeah, dude. You're 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 an official day one, A1 steak sauce. Appreciate it, man. It's a great, it's a great podcast. I appreciate it, dude. All right, we'll see you guys on the next episode. Peace. Peace. I don't know what this is happening. (laughs) Hold on a minute. You should leave it in. Yeah, right. Bloopers. Oh, I know what that is. Pizza. Oh. Oh, there you go.